Heard at Sports Radio. Every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. On Thursday's show, we'll have staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman. We'll talk the odds with our Vegas insider, Brian Edwards. Catch it up with senior writer for Huskers 24-7, Michael Brunts, and Nebraska women's basketball head coach, Amy Williams. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Ravi Lula and Damon Benning. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Welcome back, Toffee and Cream on ESPN Radio. We are live on Twitter, live on YouTube, the Hurt at Sports YouTube page. Happy to have you with us. You can get involved there. Cam will see your comments, read them off. Ravi Lula on his last day this week. Well, no, that's not true. I'm back Monday. You're back Monday yeah. for me, which I appreciate. You'll switch You'll switch spots. <laughs> Although we won't be at the golf course. No. Or, or you and DB won't be at the golf no, course, No, we won't. Uh, I'll probably sit in the same spot. He usually has me, uh, well, I'll sit in your spot. So Right. It's hard to tell when we're at the golf course versus when we're at the Hale Varsity Club. It's like, where? <laughs> I remember on Monday, you're like, Nope, that's my seat. I need to sit there. <laughs> yeah, I'm I like, do. All right, man. I do. It's just natural. <laughs> like, if I sat there, I think I would be uncomfortable the entire show. You know what's super funny about that? So, I have this thing where it's probably like an OCD thing or something, but when I go into a restaurant, and it's not the same every time, but, like, when my wife and I are going out to eat, which we do a lot because neither of us, I mean, she's a professional cook, so she doesn't want to cook at home. I can't cook. So, we go out to eat a lot. I have this thing where when I'm walking up to the table, I have this like innate sense of which side I'm supposed to sit on, but I don't know until I'm walking up to the table. <laughs> and so she'll like, I, I finally had to, so we've been married for four years. Okay. Congratulations. And thank you. Um, and she, I finally told her like a week ago, I was like, listen, when we go to restaurants, can you just wait for me to sit down? Because I have this like crazy OCD thing. I can't tell you beforehand which spot it's going to be, but like I need to sit in a certain spot. I'm like Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory, like, but it's not the same spot every time. I don't know what to tell you. It's just a weird thing. Can you please just wait? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. What's your wife's name? Natasha. Natasha. <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> Natasha. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, I have no idea where it came from. It's. I haven't been that way my whole life, I don't think. It's a somewhat recent phenomenon. Uh, but, yeah, I walk up to, like, a table, and I was like, mm, I actually need to sit there. <laughs> and it's not like a, I can't have my back towards the door or anything like that because it's just different. So do you ever go to the bathroom first and come back, and she's in the spot you're supposed to be sitting? No, because she had no idea until recently, and I would just, like, hope that she picked right. And finally... I was like, can you? Can I just sit down first, and then you can sit wherever you. <laughs> can I just sit down first, and you can sit somewhere else? Really, it's, it's cool. Like I, I'd rather sit here alone. <laughs> no. Oh wait, that's not what you're saying. No, it's just like I. I don't know what it is. It's such a weirdo thing, but I don't know. It's as you get older, you start to get weird. I don't know. <laughs> you know, 
I don't even know where this was going from I the very beginning. <laughs> we we started talking about um, oh how how you're going to be how gone I'm going to be Monday. gone on Monday yep. and and DB's going to be back um, and Ravi will stay and find a chair I guess whenever he shows up who knows um, <laughs> we'll also get into today I, I when we went to break I, I talked about a lot of things outside of the state that we will talk about but one thing inside and and a question I've been asking for a long period of time is what will this offense look like this year for mm. Nebraska football yeah what will Satterfield's offense look like well Ravi took that uh, to heart and he <laughs> said I'll figure it out for you he's been watching South Carolina game film from last year so we'll get into that as well later on on the show I caught up a few games I, I watched I, I picked it out because I remembered I remembered watching first half of South Carolina season and thinking, oh boy. And then the second half and thinking, "Mm, okay, not too shabby. But I never really like caught the turnaround. Mm -hmm. So we'll get into that later, later on in in today's show. Uh, Before we, uh, before we do any of that, I want to go back on something that's just been circling the news for a long period of time. And that's, and that's Iowa and Iowa state. Sure. And how they're kind of under fire for gambling and more names keep popping up on the list. So yesterday, yeah. four more Iowa State football players and three more members of the Iowa football program have been charged in the state's investigation into sports wagering, which alleges that several athletes place bets on games in which they played. Yeah. Okay, now we're getting into some really choppy waters. Yeah. We're in the Bermuda Triangle now. We're about to get lost. So there's a couple things that they're in trouble for, because normally if they were just gambling, it would just be an NCAA violation. They'd only be in trouble for that. These guys are in actual legal trouble. Yeah, they're facing charge of tampering records. Yeah, so here's here's that's the important part here, I think, because I think that's what they're going to get them on is because they knew they weren't supposed to be doing it, and so they tried to change the record of who was placing the bets and things like that to basically cover their paper trail, mm-hmm. which is unbelievably stupid. Like, let's just start there. Really, really dumb. You know, if you have to go way too deep, you're probably doing something wrong. Yeah, like if you have to do go through a ton of work to hide the fact that you're doing something, you probably just shouldn't be doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different in what we talked about in the opener with Johnny Manziel because that was so off book yes. that you couldn't track it. And it's mobile betting is so easily tracked, it's not even funny. Also, there was absolutely nothing illegal about what Johnny Manziel was doing aside from, I guess, underage drinking because he was 20 at right. a lot of those parties. Well, and breaking NCAA violations. Right, but, but it wasn't illegal, right, right. right? It was NCAA stuff and stuff that is all NCAA yeah, this, approved this, now, this by the way. This is illegal. There is nothing that Johnny Manziel did that today he could not do legally within the NCAA rules because he could say, hey, it's NIL. I'm just signing autographs. Mm-hmm. We're good here. And he'd be totally fine. Um so that's the that's the big difference is these guys are in actual legal trouble because a like you mentioned there's there's uh, allegations that they were betting on games they actually participated in which then you're into like uh, like game fixing and point shaving mm-hmm. and and we know how that how that's played out over yes. the course of the years so you're in serious trouble for that stuff and then the re- I honestly think the records tampering is the thing they're gonna get caught on well that's an aggravated misdemeanor well and that's what you can that's the thing that is easiest to prove, mm-hmm. right? Because it is a paper trail. The other stuff, you know, if you can prove the paper trail, you can probably prove that they were betting in games that they were um, participating in. It's going to be really hard to prove that they were point shaving or anything like that. Um, but the tampering of the records is going to be pretty easy to get them on. 
And unfortunately, here's what the max sentence could look like for some of these guys. Two years in prison. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's where it will end up because I'm imagining there's a plea fine. Down. Yeah. There's a fine that you can pay as low as $850, as high as I think $8,500. Yeah. Um, you would guess that they'd have the ability to plead down and and say, you know, you'll, you won't do it again. It's your first offense, whatever yes. it is. Yeah. Um, but this is still a big deal. And uh, one of the names on at least Iowa's, Iowa's list is Arlen Bruce the Fourth. Do you remember? Him being in the news, calling out Thomas Fedoni mm-hmm. a little bit last year, and then he was the one that muffed a punt mm-hmm. and set Nebraska up pretty well, and now he's in um, a little bit of hot water. And now he's in some hot water. He's joined Jack Johnson and Reggie Bracy, and then on the other side with Iowa State, starting running back Jareel Brock is a member of this. Yeah, there's – I mean – I'd be surprised if any of these guys play college football ever again. Yeah, OT, I mean, Jake Remsburg, DT, Isaiah Lee, and tight end Deshaun Hanneke. Mm. Yeah. Not, not the way you want to do it. No. And Okay, so here's what I want to know. I want to know, after these guys saw all of this stuff kind of start spiraling mm-hmm. and spiraling at, like, let's just say they're on the highway. You're going about 70 miles an hour, right? Yeah. I want to know what they were feeling on the inside. Like, yeah. oh, poop. Yeah. I'm about to get screwed. Because first, like, Hunter Deckers wouldn't have gotten caught, right? Mm-hmm. If if I'm not going to get caught. But if Hunter Deckers can get caught, uh-oh, that means I can get caught too. Same thing at Iowa. With all of these other names that are popping up on the list, um, I think, I'm just going to, I'm going to take a guess. Yeah. Maybe, uh throw a rock and see if I hit something that I'm going to get caught too. Yeah. It's a, it's a bad, they're in a bad, bad way right now. Um, and I mean, frankly, they should be, this is really dumb. Like this is pretty stupid activity. I feel a little bit bad for the guys that were like betting on the NBA finals or whatever, stuff that had nothing to do with any of their stuff. They were doing it out of their own name because they obviously didn't know it was a problem. These guys obviously knew what they were doing was a problem. Otherwise you don't try and cover up what you were doing. Right. Right? And That's, they were—they were probably were even like getting deeper and deeper and deeper, trying to cover it up. Yeah. Once they saw all these other names pop up on the list, absolutely. And so that—I mean, it's just a colossally dumb thing for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, and a lot of us did colossally dumb things in college. Like we said, we just saw the Johnny Manziel doc. But again, there's a big difference. We also did things though that didn't requ- uh, that aren't illegal. That require a paper trail to to yeah. prove that I did something wrong, and that aren't you know, it's like there's a difference between being stupid and doing criminal activity right like, this is we're well, i feel like this is the dumbest thing in the world <laughs> um you know this is funny too because i as i thought about this a little bit more last night iowa state and iowa they're the northwestern of betting right now How they're so? they're guaranteed that so okay so guaranteed this is further happening elsewhere right sure they're just you know, the one that got caught. Yeah. It's the same thing with Northwestern and the situation that mm. they, they're facing right now. There's more football programs. There's more sports programs out there. Sure. That experience similar things. Sure. Yeah. It, it, let's just say it how it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're probably right. And it's you wonder how many other people, if any, will get caught. Mm-hmm. That's the big question. We'll uh, we'll dive deeper into more conversations like this um, later on. When we come back, is Jess here? We'll sit down with Jess Brabeck. She's the tournament director over at the Pinnacle Bank Championship. We'll do that next on Coffee and Cream. 
Heard at Sports Radio every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. On Thursday's show, we'll have staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman. We'll talk the odds with our Vegas insider, Brian Edwards. Catch it up with senior writer for Huskers 24-7, Michael Brunts, and Nebraska women's basketball head coach, Amy Williams. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Ravi Lula and Damon Benning.